Welcome to the Young Central Podcast, your hub for human rights, mental health, and social justice. I'm your host, Serene Banna, and you can join us in our discussions every Wednesday. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Young Central Podcast. I... I think anytime I start a an episode with I and then pause, it's not good. Um, and it really hasn't been. I mean, I could sit here and lie and say that I've been doing great and that I'm gr- and I'm feeling amazing. I love what's happening, but I'm honestly terrified. Um, I'm disappointed. I I don't really know. I mean, we. We saw it coming when I talked about the episode on abortion a couple weeks ago. We saw it coming. They wouldn't have leaked the document if they didn't know it was going to happen. Personally, that's what I believe. And it's it's gutted me. I don't know. I, I think of the millions of women in America who are about to have unsafe abortions and who are putting their lives at risk. I think about the young girls who are being molested and raped and now have to carry their rapist babies and and I think about the women who have ectopic pregnancies who who might die now because they can't have it removed I th- I don't know I I I think about all those women I think about the women of color who already have low access to reproductive health we know about the black maternal mortality rate. We've seen it for years and they haven't done anything. Imagine how much worse this is going to be. And I don't necessarily know if there is a solution. What what are we meant to do? A part of me says fight back and that's because it's the only thing we can do. And and I don't think they realize how angry. I mean, I think they do realize. Let me clarify. I believe they realize how angry women are. I just don't think that they assume we'll do anything about it. And that's what gets me. Today is the 4th of July, the day of independence for America. But I find it quite hypocritical that we're celebrating freedom and independence and yada yada whatever considering that they did not just overturn Roe versus Wade they've overturned a number a large number of significant precedent cases and for some reason no one is talking about it no one is considering the fact that it's not just Roe versus Wade that has been overturned. And yes, I understand why. Obviously, uh, being a woman, I understand why everyone is angry about Roe versus Wade. I am furious, but I'm even more furious that the other cases that they have overturned have not had any spotlight, have not had any discussion. And I myself would not have found out about it had not one of my friends DM me and say, hey, did you see this? And I read it and I was gutted. So let's go through some of that. So in addition to Roe versus Wade, SCOTUS also 
reversed Rivas Villegas, which basically gives a cop qualified immunity for using excessive force. They also reversed Taliqua versus Bond, which gives a cop essentially now qualified immunity for killing someone. They overturned three different precedents that basically now make it harder to get habeas relief. They overturned Zubaida, which now allows the government to withhold information about torture on CIA black sites. They overturned Fayelo Madura, which basically now denies social security benefits to the residents of Puerto Rico. Can you just pause and think about that one? They just took social security away from Puerto Ricans. And Puerto Ricans are Americans. SCOTUS also stripped federal courts of jurisdiction to review fact issues in immigration proceedings, and that was in Patel. They also denied long-detained immigrants access to a bond hearing, and that was in Garland versus Gonzalez. They also did another one about denying long-detained immigrants access to a bond hearing by overturning Johnson versus Ortega Martinez. They're on a roll here. SCOTUS also weakened the enforcement of Miranda rights by overturning Vega versus Teca. They overturned Carson's ver- Carson versus Macon, which now basically forces states to fund private religious schools. What happened to the separation of church and state? In their continuation of these law overturns, SCOTUS has also overturned a few precedents that now seriously damage and harm the indigenous communities in America. Um, basically, they overturned Denespi, which recognized, well, now it recognizes tribal sovereignty just enough to allow an Indian defendant to be prosecuted twice for the same crime. They also undermined tribal sovereignty by making tribal land part of a state and now allow states to exercise jurisdiction on tribal land, and that was in Castro Huerta. SCOTUS has also taken some acts in the shadows, so not necessarily publicized to the extent of these, um, but they've basically now allowed Louisiana's racial gerrymandering to stay in effect for the 2022 election. So, I mean, did they do... Other things that were positive, yes. Um, But considering that there were over 25 terrible decisions made and only 13 good decisions made, I think that we kind of see where this is heading. And it's just disappointing to me personally. I mean, where do we start? You know, it's the 4th of July. You might be hearing this on the 5th. You might have celebrated the 4th. But why? Why are we celebrating the 4th of July? Because it's the day we gained independence? But who is independent? Who is free in America? It's not women. It's not Puerto Ricans. It's definitely not black Americans. Are the only people free in America white men? Because they have not lost anything. 
and I'm confused. For some reason, the United States government thinks it's okay for me to have to fund Viagra for incompetent men. My taxes go towards funding Viagra. But for some reason, abortion is illegal now. Birth control is illegal now. Because this is where it's just not adding up for me. Because a lot of them, you're using the religious explanation as to why and saying, you know, the best way of birth control is to abstain from sex. And that's understandable. You want to stick to that? Stick to that. But then why are you going around and using our tax dollars to fund Viagra? You say that there is an increase in poverty, that people are just not making enough money to sustain their lives. The middle class is getting smaller and the lower class is getting bigger. So a solution that the U.S. government has seen as fit is now to force millions of households to birth kids under circumstances that do not allow for kids to be born. Whether that's financial issues or you're looking at just household issues or if you're looking at careers because we all know that mothers don't have maternity leave and fathers don't get paternity leave. It's not by law. There's also no assistance for newborn babies. I mean, for God's sake, we have a baby formula shortage in the United States currently that over a hundred Republicans voted to not fix. Over a hundred Republicans who were elected by their populations because they're pro-life have voted against securing baby formula. Babies are dying from starvation and they voted to not save their lives. Do you see where I'm confused? Because the two arguments are pro-life and pro-choice. But if you're choosing to be pro-life, power to you, I get it. That's your belief. You have a right to your belief, 100%. But please look at what pro-life means. It means caring about that child during the pregnancy, which means that you give all mothers access to reproductive and sexual health services. Being pro-life means that when the baby is born, regardless of its race, it will be cared for in hospitals the same way. It means that when a baby is hungry, because of a baby formula shortage, a national baby formula shortage, the government steps in and mitigates that problem and provides mothers with baby formula to feed their babies. Being pro-life, means that you take all, all measures, anything possible, to ensure that when a kid goes to school, when that baby grows up and he's in kindergarten or first grade or second grade or third grade or in high school, that that life, when it goes to school, does not have to fear for a mass shooting. It means that when a child reaches the age where they come to their parents and tell them, I don't think I'm straight. I might be gay, or I might be lesbian, or I might be bi, or I'm trans. It means that those lives get protected. If you're pro-life, 
and you care so much about this child's life that's being born, it means that you pass legislation to fix our broken foster care system. You pass legislation to protect those kids in the foster care system. If you're pro-life, it means that you are equally as enraged when police brutality occurs and young black Americans are killed for nothing. Being pro-life carries a weight that you are not ready to bear. You don't care. Because if you were pro-life, all those things I just listed and more would be your first priority. Because that would mean you're protecting everyone's life, but you're not. The purpose of overturning Roe versus Wade and using it to cover up the other 25 precedents, it's to maintain control. It's to maintain control over women. Taking away a woman's right to choose what to do with her body, whether or not she can gain access to birth control, whether or not she can save her life rather than a clump of cells life, if you even consider that life, taking that away is about maintaining control. I don't know what the long game is, but I will tell you that I know enough, I've seen enough to know that it's not just about Roe versus Wade. And seeing the restrictions they've now put on indigenous groups and on Puerto Ricans, I can tell you it's not just about women. Our democracy is at risk. Our democracy is slowly shattering. But how is that possible? We are the land of the free and the home of the brave. Our democracy is what makes America, America. I see one possible solution here. I think it's time for women to put their foot down. And I'm not saying violently protest. And I'm not saying fight. And I'm not saying argue. I'm saying put your foot down. I think there needs to be a strike a nationwide strike by women in the workforce, in education, in any sector of American society. Women need to put their foot down. Stop pumping the economy. You might be thinking, Serene, that's ludicrous. Why would anyone? How could we do that? How could we stop American society? How could they take your rights away? Because I don't think they thought twice about that one. How could they make you feel like a clump of cells is worth more than your life? How could they make little girls who experience incest or rape, how could they make little girls have to birth a child? That's what you should be asking. That's what you should be asking. How can they do that? To hear on the news that a woman in Texas had an ectopic pregnancy that basically went awry. She went to the emergency room and her doctor could not perform the operation 
to save her life for 18 hours because he was too busy on the phone with lawyers determining how he could do the operation without risking going to jail and risking the women being put in jail. 18 hours. She almost died. This is no longer, I don't believe it is any longer, and a question of, of division or discrimination or even segregation. We are going back to what I feel like is the early 1900s. Our constitution was written 246 years ago, I believe. It was written by white men who owned slaves. It was written by white men who did not believe women were capable of anything. And it continues to stay in effect today. No revision. Although at the time of it being written up and drafted, they wanted it revised every 20 years. But we have not revised it in 246 years. It is time for Americans to wake up. Wake up. Look at the world outside your backyard. Our world is falling apart. Our democracy falling apart. Our freedom is going away. I'm not going to say happy 4th of July. I have nothing to celebrate this year. And I will continue to not celebrate until I as an American woman, have my rights and have the ability to have bodily autonomy and freedom of choice and to be treated with respect and dignity like my male counterparts. And until that happens, I think women should rise up and say, fuck the patriarchy. Be sure to follow Young Central on Instagram, TikTok, and on Facebook at Young Central Network. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week.